0: Happy 2018! Welcome back everybody. I hope you've had a wonderful Christmas and a very very happy new year. Celebrations of all kinds all around the world. I hope it was good. I hope you managed to listen to the Christmas episode. I know people are still listening to it. It has Christmas music on it so I apologise but you know keep up otherwise (laughs) and if you're really behind just save it till next christmas who knows what will be happening next christmas on the podcast anyway welcome back this is episode number 35 and it's the first one of 2018 so happy new year and here we are so number one of 2018 but number 35 generally i'd like to say hello to listeners in costa rica hi guys you've been listening too And I'd like to say a very big thank you and a very big hello to my friends and listeners in Germany. There has been a lot of you recently. I'm not quite sure why. I'm really happy about it. Please, please keep listening. But um, yes, Germany, you win. (laughs) So, resolutions. Now, I'm sure a few of you have have written down resolutions in the front of diaries or in your phones to remind yourself and maybe you set yourself a reminder every so often to not eat cheese or whatever it is you're doing to keep striving those are all good things not so sure about the not eating cheese but resolutions I'm not really sure well if I agree with them um, not that I I don't disagree with them but agree with saying them kind of to yourself keeping them to yourself it's okay and then you can check in with yourself um but but kind of for me personally it's just to to give myself i suppose it's not really resolutions it's kind of giving myself goals and aims and um targets i want to meet so i guess that's probably the same thing as a resolution anyway whatever yours are if you have them congratulations on finding them and good luck with uh, living them out this year and if you haven't then well done for sticking to your guns and not having them there's a resolution in itself anyway um i started so these are say things resolutions i've started by having a sort of slightly healthy eating kick i can tell you that much there's been a lot of vegetable in my diet um And some days I really enjoy it, but when it's a really cold, typical January day, and it's grey and it's windy, we have managed to get to the weather before we've even got off the starting block. Yes, listeners. But yes, um, there are days when I just want to eat, those days I want to eat chocolate and uh, drink red wine and uh, sit under a duvet and not think about life. But that's not practical at the moment because I've got a lot on, obviously. I'm going to mention it again we are just over 2 months to the wedding um and uh we are in the process of signing out signing out sending out our final invites to the world um and that's all happening um and the wedding planning is going well and going at a pace, I suppose you'd say. Dresses have been sorted for the bridesmaids. Three lovely ladies doing that. Hello, ladies. Um, Suits are being sorted. Um, I've had a had a fitting for my suit. Um, that's all decided on what I'm doing there. Looking forward to sharing that with you on social media at some point. Um, Keith has been working really hard. Keith is my other half, in case you're just joining in and you've Missed out? Who he is Keith? Is my fiance, and he's been working very hard on a lot of stuff behind the scenes. Um, no one really warns you how much work is involved in a wedding. I mean, you kind of see it from afar, and you see it on TV shows, and you hear people talking about it. But you kind of go, hey, "You're just making a lot of fuss over nothing." It's supposed to be fun, and then of course it is fun ultimately, and it's a celebration, and it's a wonderful thing. But but <laughs> I really underestimated uh, the things. It's the finer details. It's the finer details <laughs> that you forget, um, and thinking about table decorations and all that stuff. And it's it's um, it's 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 a good experience. I'm enjoying lots of it. But there are days when I'm busy with a million other things that. And both of us are busy and we get to sit down on the sofa and collapse at the end of a busy day. And it's the last thing you want to do is to be searching for, I don't know, a napkin, for instance. Um. Anyway, I'm complaining, that's not <laughs> what I'm about today. But anyway, wowzers, it's a busy, busy time. And let's just say that 2018 has a few... Exciting things on offer for me personally at the moment. We'll talk about that. Obviously, the wedding, Uh, my play, um, you know, my one man show. Maybe, maybe I'm mad to be doing this. Maybe I'm mad to be launching a one man show and get married in the same year. Why not? Hey, why not? Um, And we have lots of other friends who are getting married this year too. So uh, just reminded myself that I need to think about that and get those locked in the diary um really want to get my voice work moving this year um figuring that stuff out a bit clearer and and uh yeah just kind of uh just getting more of that really um the, the stuff that, I've, that I did last year I really enjoyed um and I like doing and I find pleasurable sometimes a little bit stressful that's work generally so that's, that's, that's another thing to be, um, to be not battening down the hatches and getting, well it is battening down the hatches and getting on with it and not being distracted. Um, so yes, so those kind of career things, life things, and podcast wise, I have to say thanks to my, uh, my brother-in-law, I'm looking into a thing called Patreon. Now it's, um, Patreon describes itself as a, a membership platform, platform. Um, that uh, produces business tools for creators. And it goes on and on. Basically, it allows artists, that's me apparently, um, to build relationships and provide exclusive experiences for subscribers or patrons, as some people would become known. Um, it's basically like a grand source funding um, website now this podcast will always be free don't get me wrong absolutely but if i can get a few patrons to get involved um and then basically those patrons would get extras and fun stuff and exclusive content um and maybe have some kind of say in the podcast themselves to some degree um and perhaps i can dedicate if that happened if it when let's say when that happens I'll be able to dedicate even more time back into the podcast again anyway I'm investigating this further and more news on that very very soon Um, which takes me to um, well to the websites which should all being well fingers crossed be live next week now I mean I'm going to announce that on all the social medias, um, and uh, I'll give you all the full details on the podcast um, on the next podcast. Now, I'm hoping also to delve into uh, more of the mindfulness world, and I'm looking into well, and to doing a bit more research into that, and training myself, and potentially finding a way training in some way other people and that I might be able to assist others in kind of basic um, basic meditation and, and living a more mindful life. So um, that's definitely a thing for 2018. Um, another thing, and cliché, cliché, I'm actually really quite excited that we get a new album from Madonna in the autumn. I can hear a few sighs around the world, but hey, And there'll also be other people who are clapping with joy too. Um, I've heard that uh, there is a September um, date being bandied about on the Tinternet. Um, And I've heard uh, a a rumour of a title. And who knows how much truth there is in this and whether this will happen. And I'm sure it's being bandied about on the internet. It's probably not going to remain this title. Anyway, I've heard the title Showgirl for Hire as the name of the album. Now, if that is the case, that to me would suggest something a little bit different. Now, she's been tweeting about um, living in Lisbon and how much living in Lisbon in Portugal and how much that has influenced her, and and uh, she was quoted talking about how it's making her feel creative and alive again, Um, and that she's got this love of fado music, which is a style of music specific to Portugal Um, and yes google that Fado (laughs) Um, in that style of music is whether that's going to have a major influence on the album I don't know and she's been talking a lot about jazz I just think it could be quite a really interesting kind of stripped back album without uh, quite so many well there's no need for so many effects um and uh and maybe co-writers and maybe it'll just be a, a bit more of a uh madonna and a guitar we'll find out anyway um looking forward to that and do you know what i would love to hear what you're looking forward to this year if you have any resolutions for now um so why don't you you can find me on twitter at kelly matt um kelly matt is one word for those who haven't looked before. Um, And let me know your thoughts and resolutions and what you're looking forward to. I'd love, really genuinely would love to hear. And if you're listening to this down the line and it's, uh, don't think it's too late, you can still tell me what your resolutions were at the beginning of the year um, and if you've kept them. So this stays relevant whenever you're listening to the podcast, go ahead. Um, And by then you'll probably be able to speak to me on my website too there will be comments section and they're definitely going to be a comments page for each episode on the new website so yes um that'll be a really nice and easy way for you to interact with me because I know we've had problems with the website and um and people are cautious about sending direct messages sometimes but please don't worry about that feel free to do that but anyway the website will probably make it a little bit more comfortable for everybody now, <laughs> my recommendations. Now, goodness me, on my travels throughout November and December, because there's been quite a bit of time, um, I've consumed podcasts and new albums by, well, by, by new artists. Um, I've listened to audiobooks. I've watched a little bit of telly over Christmas, surprisingly. So there's been a lot for me to choose from, but I'm going to just hand pick a a few choices to give you things to have a search for in this new year now the first thing is uh music and it's by an artist i have mentioned before um just mentioned a single and he's called cameron corvette cameron is k-a-m-e-r-o-n and corvette is c-o-r-v-e-t and his album is called early riser um and, I mean, iTunes are describing it as R&B soul, but I suppose you'd say, uh, I would say it has a future soul vibe to it, slightly Princey, um, a little bit, slightly Princey. I've already given, as I say, the recommendation of one of his singles uh, previously called Leave It Like That. Um, this this album, this whole album is, is a super strong album. Um, and the tracks that I'd recommend as tasters are Leave It Like That um, and another track called Random Hearts so if you just want to go and dip into iTunes or wherever you get your music um, and look at, listen to those tracks um, I think you'd find those are kind of good guides to, to where the album goes um, but loving that at the moment um, there's also really, I suppose, it's quite, it's quite a fascinating EP by this artist called Tennyson, um, and it's Tennyson is T-E-N-N-Y-S-O-N, Um Tennyson, and it's um, it's electronic folk funk house experimental. Um, that, that, that it covers a lot: um, moody, dancey. If you've ever heard of um, an artist called Thundercat, actually um and you like his stuff you'd probably i mean be into this um again give you a couple of standout tracks are there's one called body language which features um the singer aloe black which uh, who i love a lot anyway um that kind of has a very 90s soul basement jacks mixed together feel and then another one called pancake feet and that's kind of that's on a, i've made a how this year is going playlist and that's at the top of that pancake feet that's kind of basement jacksy with a bit of a jazz influence thrown in there now i'm a bit behind the times with this one and i'm sure a lot of my listeners have heard this heard it have watched this already um but i finally got to watch feud um and it's available on all sorts of platforms, TV platforms around the world. Um, I'm sure in the UK it's still on uh, iPlayer. It will be for a while, I should imagine. Um, but it's the story of, the, for those who don't know, um, it's the story of Betty Davis and Joan Crawford, and basically the story that led up to the um, to the making of whatever happened to Baby Jane, which I love. One of my all time favorite films again it might sound like a cliche but anyway and if you haven't ever watched it why um get to it um and if you if you haven't definitely that is probably one of my top recommendations of all time go watch that find it um but yeah basically it follows the making of that film and then the film uh their lives um during the filming of it and then its release and and then uh, onto their basically onto their deaths um and it looks at well it looks at hollywood kind of generally the bigger picture of, of of hollywood and and the studio system and well basically the misogyny um that went on that goes on and i suppose actually quite timely with the whole weinstein weinstein sagas um it's I mean it's brilliantly acted by Susan Sarandon as Betty and Jessica Lange as Joan Um, but it's a the whole cast is great Alfred Molina's in there Alfred Molina who played Kenneth Halliwell in the Joe Orton story I've mentioned that and him before he's a brilliant actor Um, Stanley Tucci who is um, well he's very handsome and but super super talented um, but the person who steals the show is an actress, comedy lady called Jackie Hoffman, and she plays Mama Sita who is Joan's assistant and and maid, and she is hilarious. Um, and the character, her character, is quite dark at times, and the the story, of course, is uh, is quite dark at times. It's extremely, extremely camp. It's a Ryan Murphy production so of course but done in in the in the in the best kind of stylish camp um, the the makeup and the hair and the way that Susan Sarandon looks as Betty uh, when she first paints herself in the white face and how that occurs I don't want to give spoilers um, but it's it's a brilliant scene how that plays out and but yeah they look amazing Um but yes, uh, Jackie Hoffman has also... I mean, she's like a, a bit of a Broadway ledge. Um, has been in Hairspray, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. But I mean, the, the the list, I've just looked now to see the list abroad. I knew she'd done some stuff, but she's done a lot of stuff on Broadway. Um, and TV-wise, she's been in Cur- C- Curb Your Enthusiasm, um, everything from that to, to 30 Rock. And it's just such a strong character and, uh, yeah, a, a, a brilliant brilliant portrayal of mamacita anyway um those are my recommendations to begin 2018 now just a, a couple of things to tell you that i that i did over the christmas and new year period because i did have uh, i had a little bit of time to myself and well to spend with keith and family and friends and uh i did some amazing things i did some amazing stuff <laughs> that i have to share with you um Firstly, the Exorcist stage show was just so entertaining. Uh, on In London, in London's sparkling West End, um, I can only recommend... Um, all the actors are doing a sterling job... Um, I- I'm not usually one to give too many neg- to give negative critiques on a show, it's, and, and it's 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 just I think it's a really difficult show to story to translate onto the stage. But saying that, it's so effective as a piece of entertainment, and I really don't. That's not me throwing shade on it. It genuinely isn't. I had one of the best nights I've had at the theatre in a long time. Um, yeah there's a few uh, issues with um, uh, how the story moves and um, the effects um, the uh, the rather marvelous Adam Garcia is in the show as well which really helps um but I I can just say to you if you want a night of pure unadulterated entertainment and you will jump very early on you'll have it you'll it, it makes you jump. Um, uh, go and see it now. It's I, th- I believe it's not on for much longer because the theatre in London is. I think Chicago is going in and taking it over. But I just, yeah, I'd say treat yourself. Go and have a glass of sherry. And uh, if you if you're in London, passing through London, and it's still on, go and investigate. It's lots of fun. Um, then the other one of the other things. Obviously, uh, we had a great. New Year's Eve. Uh, it was just six of us um, but it was uh, some of my favourite people in the world. It was lovely um, and we just went to a, a local pub that was having a Studio 54 party so you can imagine the music was a very chic-tastic um, and it was cheap and it was fun. Um, there was one negative thing and I'm going to come to this a bit later on in the podcast. I want to talk to about it cause, um, because it's be- kind of become made apparent again that and i don't want to harp on because that's not my job but homophobia and i had two incidents in the pub in the toilet of the pub um i was wearing a suitably loud uh, for a studio 54 shirt long sleeve shirt um black with brown with um with kind of colored polka dots on it. It's it's very 70s looking, I suppose. I like it. Anyway, not that outrageous. Um, but I was stood uh, waiting for the, there was a sort of bit of a queue in there, and two of the gentlemen in the toilet decided, just started staring at, glaring, I should say glaring at me. And I'd had enough champagne to kind of just be, well, I'm not going to let this bother me but i'm not going to get involved and i'm not going to question why they're staring but again i'm not going to stare back i'm just going to kind of be quite neutral and just just get to the have my we leave um but as i say they were glaring and then one of them uh turned towards me and said oi mate you know this ain't the ladies don't ya straight-faced wasn't funny wasn't being funny it was meant as a sort of threat. I mean, he was quite small and if push came to shove, I could have really shoved, perhaps. But anyway, that's not what I'm about. But yeah, um, I don't know, it was a small thing. It was a small thing. But I just smiled and then looked away. That was it, done. I just thought, this is New Year's Eve. I don't want to get involved in this. I did tell the other, my my, my chums when I got back, but I let it go after a while. But that wouldn't have happened a few years ago. Maybe in that pub it would, because it's not a pub that we usually go to. But, um, it, it well, then also, same toilet, same night. Another guy, who was being a bit more jovial, did make some joke about it. He brought his drink into the toilet and said to me, um, don't drop anything there, because I know what you lot are like. And, again... He was laughing and joking, but I don't know. Some people will say, oh, you're being too sensitive, but it's 2018. We don't need that kind of stuff. Um, And then, and again, walking down the streets not that long ago um, in a not particularly nice area of London uh, that shall remain nameless. I, a gentleman walked past me and was on his own but just audibly well mumbled but enough for me to hear just fucking queer i'm giving them all the same voice because actually (laughs) they all tend to have the same voice and i mean these are small things and it happens to a lot of um lgbtq people in the world um but it's just i feel like it's more notable i said it this last year and i'm not going to start the year i'm not trying to start the year off in a negative. but I want to talk about about homophobia a little bit more later again, and, and uh, if there's how what we do, how do we how do we how do we counterbalance the emotions that brings up? Anyway, um, anyway, going back to what I was doing, the fun stuff. The evening was loads of fun, um, and uh, and it was great to dance to. We went into the evening dancing to ska music and reggae, which I really liked, um. So that was a good fun night apart from those instances. I let them go. Then uh, we went to, and this was very special, we went to the exhibition at the O2 called My Name is Prince. And it was it was, brilliant. Uh, it was costumes from Purple Rain, the film, and the tour. Um, it was stuff from... Every era of Prince's career, handwritten lyrics, um, yes, yeah, so a lots of guitars, bass guitars, um, all the the heels, costumes for every tour from Love, Sexy, right through to uh, to the Third Eye Girl stuff that he was doing in his last couple of years. Um, and it's touring the world at the moment. I believe it's going, I think if it hasn't left London yet, I think it might have left London. It's going to Amsterdam. So listeners in Holland uh, go and jump on that one. Um, I'm not sure of the venue, but I'm sure if you Google it, it will come up pretty quick. But I know it's going there and I I heard that it is doing a tour around the world. It's basically been loaned out by Paisley Park and Prince's sister. So um it does have some love and care and attention to it um and you have headphones and it gives you full history information and then there's music to go with each area um and as a massive prince fan i loved it and we were there a fair while um i had to read everything and listen to everything um so yes we had some really good fun stuff over christmas and new year um so how was yours again i'd like to know What's been happening? And if you enjoyed the Christmas and New Year podcast, do let me know. So yes, I am going to jump back and briefly talk about um, homophobia. Um, I know we've talked talked about it before, but as I say, it's been part of my existence. It's part of a lot of our existence, um, and I'm 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 not feeling uh, extremely extra victimized at this current time. It's just or well, maybe I'm a little bit but it's um I just feel it's something that we have to keep talking about and coming back to and I want to keep going back to. I'm not going to talk about it every week and and hopefully I I uh, don't bore you or depress you with it too often but it's um it's 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 conversation and it's a conversation that that I I hope that you can are all having and will continue to have and to question why why it is happening the reason I'm saying this is um there was uh, some figures released uh this week um by the um Met police in London um that um the figures released that there were 2,200 2, homophobic hate crimes recorded in the capital um last year in 2017 now i suppose you could say it's because more people are reporting hate crime to the police and feeling more able to which is an amazing positive thing that people do feel that they can now because back even just 20 years ago people wouldn't have felt quite so able to to do that so i mean so that's positive if 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 that's part of the reason the figures are up but um as i say i mean i i felt it here in london as i mentioned just before um and i'm kind of okay if i'm in a in a safe zone a gay friendly area um whether that be a specifically an area that's kind of been dedicated to gay bars or what have you or shops or whether it's just a, an area that lots of um LGBT people live in um so therefore uh you know um you feel that it's around you and you see it all the time that people are more accepting um, and sometimes it is when I'm outside of those areas um, and obviously that happens everywhere now I don't want to harp on about it too much because I know there's a lot of people in a lot of parts of the world as we have mentioned before who, and I know listeners who are in parts of the world who are living under much stricter regimes and uh, living in, in uh, fear even inside their homes so I I don't want to say poor us poor London aren't we hard done by but I just think because the figures are higher that I will throughout 2018 come back to this subject now again and I've mentioned it before in a previous podcast but I do feel it's important to talk about what you do if you're in that scenario how do you react I mean I think my personal advice as I say from that evening recently um, is to try not to react with anger there and then if you're on your own especially but I don't feel I mean and that's me and maybe I'm a bit too much of a pacifist but I try I don't like to I don't like to have confrontation generally in life um and maybe I should be better at that but anyway I think for safety's sake is to remove to remove and I've said this before to remove yourself from the scenario. Um, as quickly and quietly as possible. So, um, I mean, if it's in the street and people are at you, there's nothing you can do. But I'm saying if you feel that there's a way out that you can see, use it and then you know and then and then we'll, we'll then think about it afterwards and i say think about it afterwards and then it's time to report it especially if it's been physical but i think actually again as i and i have said this again is if it's verbal and it affects you and it's and it hurts to 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 talk to somebody about it if nothing else even if you don't go to the even if you feel it's not police time worthy talk to people about it and maybe those people will tell you it is police time worthy um Obviously, uh, I saw footage of a, a, a gentleman who was severely beaten outside a club in London called the Troxy. Um and he's had to have, have some uh, face reconstruction done um, and feels he can't go out. And I'm, So the people that have those attacks, I don't know what you do. You re-educate the world, um, and you just hope and pray that it doesn't happen um but the other thing is and I've, I've 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 seen arguments on twitter people saying well people are being braver and putting themselves out there and the more brave you are the more you put yourself out there that the more you are going to confront people and yes that of course is true and i i do agree that sometimes you you should and i i as I said before, I've, I've thought twice about uh, just kissing Keith goodbye. It, recently on a platform, he was getting on a train and I was not. And I was waiting for another train. So he was getting on another train before me. And we just kissed goodbye. And it was completely natural and I felt normal. And it was only afterwards that I looked around and checked to see what other people were doing and their reactions. And that's ridiculous. And actually, this was my local train station. And... It was in the morning and nobody was bothered Um, and I do see uh, LGBT people walking around this area, men and women, hand in hand Um, and and so they should but I think a lot of people still think that you shouldn't and I know for me personally that's a throwback to when I was younger and that it was best to play it safe so maybe this is the thing maybe maybe i maybe i play it too safe but i know for me that's my my way of uh, of surviving it um and it's not every day and it's not all the time but it's just again it's become apparent um and just hearing those figures and and having a few small incidents cuz you just hope that that's all it is is a few small incidents um and i can avoid situations but again I don't necessarily want to always avoid situations I mean I don't want to avoid places is really what I'm saying and we shouldn't have to um, and sometimes you have to go to an, a place for work or business that you wouldn't normally go to and yeah it's it's insane that I'm even having to think about and talk to you about where I might go and where feels safer and not because for a lot of my life in London I I didn't I did think about it but then kind of there was a period where I really genuinely stopped thinking about it I wasn't necessarily quite so um, great at showing public affection but again that's another subject entirely is whether people are happy seeing anyone of any uh, gender fluidity sexuality to if, if people are happy to see other people um holding hands kissing in public some people don't like that at all it doesn't bother me it doesn't bother me um unless people are you know going hammer and tongs on train which i have actually sort of seen a- yeah that's a different deal altogether <laughs> um but again actually it's not really any of my business as long as there's not lots of noise anyway goodness way off track all i wanted to say is that it's just to to please please keep talking wherever you are in the world keep talking to your friends and talking to each other other people within the community about your experiences because i think it only helps because i've sometimes just let these things go and not mentioned it to anyone and just forgotten about it, which sometimes is the best way. Move on, move on. Don't let them bother you, which is, of course, a good thing to do. But uh, personally, if I let things like that build up for too long, it will start to affect my um, my general mental state, my mental health. So, anyway, that's really all I wanted to say. Is let's keep talking. Let's not pretend it's not happening. I think is where I'm going. Um, again. Uh, especially once i've got the website up please feel free to leave me your thoughts and comments and we can chat on twitter about it um as well um yeah um but but let me know let me know um your thoughts again on twitter or on the website which will be up soon um i'm just trying to generally keep the flow going this week with my thoughts and not edit too much and um I know that a lot of listeners like it when I just free flow, so that's what I'm doing. It's kind of a lot of it's just coming straight from the brain to the mic. So yes, brain to mic, brain to mic, brain calling mic, mic calling brain. Um, Guests I have ahead, Um, I can tell you definitely the next guest I will be interviewing as long as the, uh, the flu that seems to be blighting the world at the moment doesn't hit my guest is Mr. Mark Farrelly, who is going to be working with me on my one-man show um, throughout 2018, um, uh, unless he gets a world tour of one of his shows, which is a distinct possibility. Anyway, he will be joining me uh, for the next podcast, and we are going to talk about specifically about um, his experiences creating... Uh, The show that he's been doing for a while now, um, uh, based on the life and times of Mr. Quentin Crisp. So uh, we'll be talking a lot about that. And Mark is a wonderful, uh, just a wonderful human being generally. And uh, I think you'll enjoy our conversation uh, extremely. So that's our next guest for the next podcast to look forward to. Others that are in the pipeline are a. We're um, looking at uh, chatting to a another queen of a certain ilk from a certain world. Uh, we are going to be hopefully talking to a friend of mine who is a regular in a BBC television drama. Um, I am uh, still. Trying to get hold of uh, a few people from the London cabaret circuit that I'm quite interested in hearing their thoughts on the world so um, I'll I'll keep you posted but as I say there's a few and there's uh, other people down the line who I will be talking to later in the year um, who I have already potentially booked so yes um, again if you and I've said this before please please do feel free to contact me if you feel that you have a story that you want to tell or you know somebody who you would like me to talk to who you think would be a great conversationalist on this here podcast let me know do feel free um i know that certainly when people say that on other podcasts i sometimes think i shouldn't i won't or maybe i will but just go ahead just do it um yeah there is so much positive stuff going on i've complained about the homophobic feelings i've been encountering um well i've not personally been feeling homophobic but yes the 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 start of the bad stuff i've talked about the bad stuff um but there is a lot of good stuff ahead um and uh yes as i say we'll talk more about patreon next week and um start having a think about that and um what sort of things you might like as a special listener as a special subscriber patron things that you might like to have as a I mean I've got a few ideas of uh, things that I would do as uh, special treats for special subscribers Um, and I'd like to get those people also involved in the podcast um, whether that means getting you in um, to have a chat that might be fun to meet up with some people. I, I, I'm so I still have a few bits and pieces I'm gathering, and I've talked about it before. Is the um, is the listeners' uh, question uh, podcast? So I have a few, but I don't. I still don't feel I have enough questions uh, from listeners to make an entire podcast with. So I want to kind of save them up and do a special. Um, maybe if you guys can get stuff to me by um, mid March. I'd like to get that one out towards the end of March. Um, so please jump in. As I say, next week you can contact me directly through the website. But in the meantime, just go ahead on uh, Kelly Matt on Twitter um, and say DN me, friend me, follow me, <laughs> and uh, and then we can we can talk that way. Or just generally, just send me a, a message um, on the timeline. Also, I would love to hear your thoughts on other guests you would perhaps like. Me to chat to again. People that have been your favourites. Um, a lot of my guests have said they'd love to talk to me again. Um, and if I can get hold of them, that's great. So any thoughts? Um, I have had some lovely comments about the Christmas episode. Um, and I think people uh, thoroughly enjoyed having the gents back. Um, and uh, yeah, so if you have any previous guests that you'd like me to go back to and you want to know more about then again Twitter website wherever you are in my timeline and your timeline jump on and give me those questions as soon as you can um, there's uh, there's a lot of material with a lot of those people that definitely uh, I as I, I I know as I've wound up a few interviews I've said oh we should get them back we should come back and talk again and they've said yes so, um, so have a think about that and do let me know and Lastly, but not leastly, I'm going to jump back to my wedding again. Soon it'll be done. You won't have to hear any more about it, listeners. It will be done. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be talking about it for months afterwards as well. But anyway, do you, if you've been married or you are going to get married or you have been to and been involved in the planning of marriages, weddings, are there traditions that you have that you always feel should be adhered to for luck or for for whatever reasons I'd love to know your thoughts um, on that too it's a lot of questions for you this week but I really want you to uh, to get involved as they say um, so yes because I I I've started to encounter um, other people's thoughts and well well have you I mean, obviously, we're not going to be wearing something borrowed, something blue, and all that malarkey. But, I mean, or does that stuff matter to you? I'd love to know. Um, I'm, uh, but I'm not going to tell you what I'm wearing, because uh, because it would be a spoiler for my own wedding. Um, but there is something in within uh, my clothing that will be relevant to, to my past. Um, and... Um, and and also things like, at what times? There's, there's a lot of thing about timings and weddings, and when do you do it, and what time of year? I mean, obviously we're doing it in spring. I think that's my one of my favourite times of year. So, uh, spring and spring and autumn. Um, so yeah um is is that right do, do, do you have beliefs that you should be specifically in a summer wedding does that bring better luck I don't know um, I just really would love to know your thoughts and have a, a bit of a back and forth in the next few episodes about that uh, in my preamble to guests so there's a lot there for you to think about and please to get back to me about um it's absolutely torrentially raining outside today um And I've got to go out into that torrential rain. It's monsoon season outside. Um, I'm going to... I need to go and live my life out in the wet and the cold very soon. So I'm going to have to sign off um, as I have a huge bunch of wedding things to do. That's why I started talking to you and asking you about questions about the wedding. Because it's there at the forefront of my mind. Anyway... um, Next episode will be Mr. Mark Farrelly. Um, Look forward to that. Thank you so much for listening. I hope it's been um, a nice calm start to your year. That exciting things are ahead. And that you've enjoyed this here podcast with me. Gently, gently um, moving you into the year without too much drama. Because there's plenty of drama ahead, I'm sure. So thank you listeners around the world. Lots and lots of love. I'll speak to you very, very soon.